This is the Dealer News Today podcast, the podcast for automotive executives and the professionals who support them. From the Dealer News Today headquarters, here's your host, Dave Canton with Andrew Cherkasky. Dave, good afternoon. How are you? Andy, how are you today, buddy? How you doing? Oh, I'm good. Uh, you know, we've got uh, uh, busy days. It has been uh, quite a turn on its head from where we were just a month ago. Uh, phones don't stop ringing. The emails won't stop. I've been busy, and I know you have been as well. I got to tell you something. It's exciting to see some sort of normalcy, which is what we've been asking for, which is what the world has been asking for. Some sort of normalcy, just back to a daily routine, back to getting, you know, the phone ringing, the emails flowing in text messages. And I'm not talking personal. I'm talking business. And I got to tell you something. We are busy on the acquisition side. We're busy on the capital side. And the guests that we're lining up on the podcast side have been incredible. Yeah, I love that. You know, uh, you talk to so many people and you get such good perspective of what's going on in the industry, uh, what what sales look like, how the dealerships are handling it. But it's interesting because you and I just a, a day or two ago, we had a uh, we were on speakerphone with my brother who's in his mid 20s. And he's a uh, he's a car salesperson. He works at a dealership in a uh, small slightly rural town, uh, selling BMWs and Mercedes. And he was kind of giving us perspective, not just on like the general manager's level, but just like the, the average salesperson. And he says he's doing pretty well. His hours are still, uh, slashed, but he is, uh, selling cars at a rate greater than he was typically for the hours that he's working. He's happy. His, uh, coworkers seem pretty happy. They all feel very, uh, optimistic about the, the sales rate. And and so that's, I find that to be interesting because we hear so much of it at the, you know, at the dealership level, but then to actually hear about it from the salespeople themselves, that's optimistic. Absolutely. Andy, I've been speaking to dealers every day all across the nation and it's a positive, it's a positive conversation. I have not had many negative conversations in the past 14 days, which is incredible. There's no better feeling than getting a dealer on the phone because they're, they're seeing it. And obviously, look, dealers are probably, we hear this all the time, they're the most resilient individuals. You give them a task, you, know, you, you, you challenge them, they're going to figure it out. But now they're actually experiencing the upside. And when you experience the upside, when you're being challenged, there's no better feeling. With that being said, I have a public announcement. Okay. And I think I have a public announcement to make. I've been waiting, you know, we have been waiting to announce this and I think now is the perfect time. So here's the public announcement, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. As you know, Andy and I started this podcast back in the beginning of the pandemic, a way to give back to the automotive community by bringing on some of the most incredible CEOs, executives all around the industry in all different aspects of the industry. So everyone could hear and be and, and have a line of communication and be provided with resources. And this was something that Andy and I take our time and we're proud to do this, but our plan was to do it during the pandemic. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy and I have decided to keep the podcast going. We are not going to stop. The public announcement is Dealer News Today podcast is not going away. We are going to be here for the future to bring the greatest CEOs and executives right onto this show to provide industry insights, incredible resources, and a line of communication, hearing it from the best of the best in the industry. You know, Dave, I knew that news already, but when you said it was a public announcement, 
I was panicked. I'm like, what is this? Am I getting fired on the air? And in fact, I now have secured my uh, position as your co-host well into the future. This is uh, something that you and I have talked a lot about, and I think that it's a a great plan moving forward. This show couldn't be better. Uh, I love some of the feedback that we get. We've got great listeners. Thank you for everybody who tunes in. Uh, I think this show really gives back, and it it does it well, and it's a lot of fun in the process. Let me say one more thing before we go to our break here. You know, thank you to every listener. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, because without your words of encouragement, without the comments that you send into the show, the emails, the social media replies, this wouldn't feel as good as it feels today. The the audience, the listeners have allowed me, have provided me the inspiration to thrive, to continue the Dealer News Today podcast. So from the bottom of my heart, Thank you to everyone in the automotive industry that takes time out of their day to listen to this show, to share this show, and to be a part of the show. What a great message. Uh, More on our guests in just a moment. Word from our sponsor first. This podcast is sponsored by DCG Acquisitions. DCG Acquisitions is the automotive industry's most successful dual agent acquisition and growth specialists. For more information and to view their collection of premier dealership listings, visit DCG Acquisitions at DaveCantonGroup.com. Dave, as always, we've got a great guest on the show today. Will you tell us who it is, please? Today, we got a great guest, Mike Boyd, founder of iRecon Cars, uh, iRecon. Uh, Mike has uh, been in the automotive industry for 23 years. He founded iRecon in 2015 to make buying and selling used cars easier safer, and more affordable for everyone involved. Uh, 2018, uh, Cox Automotive Group, we hear and see them all the time acquiring every business and company there is in the automotive industry. Recently acquired them back in 2018, and uh, Mike was kind enough to come on the show today. And it's going to be exciting because, as you know, this bubble is now here. We heard Mark Barnes speak about it. Many other people in the industry speak about it. This bubble of new car inventory, Andy, is here. And there's going to be an issue with getting new car dealers as much new car inventory to create the demand that we're going to see from this surge. So, you know, used cars is going to play a key factor to keep those inventories balanced. So I'm excited to hear what Mike has to say today. Anytime we could talk about making a process easier and, and safer and more cost effective, my, my ears and eyes are wide open. Well, I know we both have a lot of questions. Let's get them on the line. Ladies and gentlemen, with us this afternoon, we have Mike Boyd, founder of iRecon. Mike has been in the automotive industry for 23 years and founded iRecon in 2015. Mike, good afternoon, and how are you today? I'm doing very well, thank you. It's great to hear your voice, and thank you so much for coming on to the show. Mike, I understand that this product that Cox purchased from you back in 2015 and acquired, you know, creates... Uh, an easier buying and selling experience for used cars, a safer and more affordable way for dealers to operate. Explain to the audience and to Andy and I, what is iRecon and how does it work? So iRecon is a uh, platform for dealers to use to be able to control the reconditioning process. All of those touch points that historically have been done from memory or word of mouth or written down on a piece of paper. Now, everybody who's involved from the salespeople to the sales managers, to the owners, to the actual service department and vendors all have clear access to the information. So they know what to do, when to do it. And most importantly, that it's being measured. You know, Mike, that's uh, 
sounds like an outstanding product. Can you help me understand how it specifically can be utilized and leveraged right now um, and over the past few months during uh, COVID? Yeah, so we've seen really a huge uptick because uh, we're, you know, obviously dealers are heavily looking at internals. You know, if if you're not selling more cars because something's going on, then you have to find different avenues. Uh, one of the best ways to make an immediate uh, difference is to look at your internal costs. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? Are you doing it as efficiently as you could? And definitely because of COVID, they've had to do a lot more with a lot less. So now by using iRecon, they can actually look at all those individual people, uh, those processes they had in place. They can get a little bit deeper saying, hey, do we really have the right amount of people? Do we have the right people in the right places? Not only for right now, but coming out of this, you know, what is, what is this recovery going to look like? What's that new normal? Do we have enough resources to get our unfair advantage, right? To be able to go out there and sell more cars. And obviously the quality of the deal definitely has to go up uh, where they're really be able to now to hone in on that strategy. You know, Mike, everyone we've had on this show continues to speak about this bubble, the bubble in the new car inventory. And a majority of it stems from obviously the plants being closed, some of them reopening and then having to close again. You know, we had Dale Pollack on the show, uh, uh, obviously, who you work side by side with every day. We had him on the show a few weeks ago, and he gave us some incredible insight on what dealers should do immediately to protect their inventories, ensure that they're priced properly, and how to really position them for the future. What advice could iRecon as well provide to those dealers? What do they need to be doing today to best utilize this tool to ensure protection down the road? So understanding that people are at home, people are still shopping. You know, I have some dealers are having some of the best months they've never had or ever had. But right now, they need to, again, look at those internal processes. They need to understand that they may only get a couple touch points, if any, per car. So getting that car frontline ready is more important than ever, because the faster you can turn efficiently, and, and I mean it efficiently as in making money, right? Not just turning your inventory to sell cars, but understanding that, hey, if I can get this car in in the raw product, I can control that process and that speed to market, get it into the hands of consumer. I can then immediately take that money, go back to the market because cash is king at current market prices. So you just, it's, it's like sharpshooting. You don't have that many opportunities. So you better be ready and make sure that you're honed in. You know, Mike, I'm sure that you've got access to data that most uh, wouldn't know about or wouldn't really conceptualize. Can you help us uh, un- understand what data you've been seeing through your various databases that may help our listeners understand better the market today? So I'm seeing a lot of cars come through the system um, where a little bit different than what the dealer would normally carry, right? When everything is normal. So we've seen that before, you know, like in a downturn where dealers start thinking outside their own backyard as in differently. You know, maybe that car I would normally wholesale, I'm going to go to, I'm going to actually retail it. But I'm seeing more activity where they're spending more precisely. They're saying, hey, I am going to go a little bit heavier in this car because it's the right car. And it matches what I think the exit strategy is. So I'm seeing more activity, more activity, maybe less people doing it. That's the other thing. 
So, you know, obviously you have people furloughed, you have different, you know, areas that are coming back faster than others. So people are having to do more. So I'm seeing less people in the system, but I'm seeing more activity overall, which is great. That means that, you know, we're past that day of not really willing to accept that reconditioning is something you can control. Now they understand it's something they can control. They're taking the advantage of some of the downtime to look internally to prepare for this rebound and the next steps. You know, Mike, it's, I, I would assume it's the service director's role within a car dealership to really review each RO to see what reconditioning was done to each car. Am, am, am I right on that? Um, I would say in partnership with the used car department. But yes, okay, absolutely. So the, they want to maximize their opportunities. Okay, so with the used car director, used car manager, as well, I guess, understanding and approving. what is And the reason for that question is, what is the average retail price or cost that a dealer uh, is, is putting into reconditioning today into a pre-owned car? So counting everything. So if, if you're looking at service, detail, touch-up, I usually see somewhere around $1,200. You know, your lower brands are going to be a little bit less. Your higher brands um, are going to be more. But I usually see somewhere around that $1,100, $1,200. And that's truly counting everything, which is important. That's that any transportation cost, that's the detail, the touch-up, the dent repair, the picture person, your service department, things like that. So I just want to get this straight because your product seems absolutely amazing. So iRecon Cars, just, just to be clear, is the only platform that connects its vendors, dealers, and consumers to automate and optimize the process of reconditioning a used car. Tell me about that. I mean, it seems incredible. It seems like it's common sense, right? Um, it seems like if there's a dealer not utilizing this, shame on you. Um, tell us, what could a dealer foresee average and additional profit from utilizing the, the, this, this resource? Yeah. So the unique thing about iRecon, um, apart from the fact that we are Viata, we're a part of Viata, we're not a company just with a little integration, we are Viata. Um, the big thing about iRecon is that we, right at the onset, said, hey, look, let's, let's build this according to the people who are going to use it, which was me. I built the product for me for use at my own dealership. And that was that it doesn't matter how many cars you recondition if you don't sell them. And it doesn't matter how many cars you sell if you can't replenish the supply, right? Those are those peaks and valleys that traditionally go along with car sales. So I immediately said, let's identify all the players, everybody from the salespeople who need the information to be able to engage with the consumer because the consumer overall doesn't like the experience of dealing with the uh, car lot. So let's improve that. What do they want? They want information. They just want to buy cars. Well, guess what? We just want to sell cars. So how can we make it easier? So we took the approach of let's look at the people doing the work, the service departments internally and externally. What do they need? They need clear lines of communication. They need to know what needs done and they need to know what good means. We do a horrible job usually of clearly defining what our expectations are. So bringing the people who are the service providers in with the managers who are starting plans, appraising these cars to the salespeople who have to sell them to the consumer, everybody can see what's going on. So you, you call in or you walk in, a salesperson can go to their hip pocket, pull up and see not only the vehicle location, I can actually use the iRecon app and it'll tell you where the car is. And if you hit a button, it'll walk you there. 
how much of a better experience is that than saying, oh, let me go find out where the car is. The salesperson can flip their screen around, show the consumer and say, hey, Dave, let me show you what we've actually done to make this a certified car. The service departments, the vendors, now they have the information where they're not chasing their tails. They can have readily access to know 27, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, what needs done and in what order. And they can call back because the managers just want to oversee it. So it brings everybody together in the same platform. Mike, I'm going to answer my own question. It seems to me it's priceless because it's about creating a customer experience throughout the sale process, throughout the reconditioning process that really collaborates and connects everyone together. Genius, brilliant. And uh, it's so great to, to, to really understand this product and that it's offered in the automotive industry. We all know how well V-Auto is and to hear it's a part of V-Auto is uh, very impressive. Great job, Mike. Well, thank you. Yeah, the most exciting part was for me is I targeted, I went after Viato because I'm a huge fan, early adopter in 07, and I used their product, had great success, but I found that no matter how many cars I sold, again, you have those peaks and valleys. I had to go out and buy cars and then it slowed down my internals. So I built it to be absorbed into and become part of that Viato and provision process. And part of that PM management, those performance managers that work with the dealers every day. That's the hardest part about any process and any system is getting the people to use it. But the performance manager works with the team. They're part of the team. Now they're there to walk people through, to explain it, to work with them, to strategize. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not have iRecon as part of your dealership reconditioning process and it's told today, make sure you get it tomorrow. Mike Boyd, iRecon V Auto, Cox Automotive, thank you so much for coming thank on the you. show today. Uh, you've created some incredible insight to the automotive industry. Uh, we thank you so much for your time. Stay healthy, stay safe, and thank you so much. Thank you. So that was Mike Boyd with uh, iRecon, part of V Auto, Cox Automotive uh, Company. And I thought that was a great interview. You know, I think, Dave, you took away a little bit more from that than I did because you really understand the day in, day out management and the flow in a uh, in a dealership. Help us understand really what, what I'm missing in this. Um, why is this so critical? You know, Andy, it's simple as a former dealer and it's simple as someone that believes in the customer spirit, the customer experience. So, you know, at the end of the day, there are dealers out there still to this day that trade in used vehicles or purchase used vehicles from auctions or from elsewhere, any other third party. And they really don't take the time to recondition a vehicle. They don't take extensive care in ensuring that every dollar needed to go into the vehicle is there. So when the consumer purchases the vehicle, they're receiving a top-notch, ready-to-go turnkey car. And what I mean by that is if it needs $1,500, they might shave it down to $1,100. Then there are many dealers out there that take great pride in delivering a pre-owned vehicle as if it looks just as good or better than a new vehicle. They take great pride in every aspect of that vehicle. And what, what this product iRecon does, and, and by having it literally uh, uh, connect to its vendors, dealers, and consumers with Automate, is really allow the dealer to understand what needs to go into the vehicle, how this vehicle needs to be delivered, and it allows the salespeople to demonstrate that to the consumer, which is even better. You know, it's one thing to hear a salesperson 
saying what was done to another to, to the vehicle. It's another thing as a consumer, Andy, to visually see it and experience it. You know, this makes so much sense to me because everybody who buys a vehicle really wants to have pride in that vehicle. And so when you go to a dealership and you're looking at a used car versus a new car, you're looking at a used car. First of all, it's not going to go well if the cars that they're looking at aren't in the very best condition that they could possibly be in. But more than that, even if that person takes that step and buys the vehicle and they're not happy with it and they're not happy with the experience and the seat has a little bit of a gum stain on it or the, there's a little bit of a smell to the vehicle, there's just something about it that's just not clicking at the uh, at, as well as it could have been had you put a little bit more time and attention into it. Uh, that person isn't going to come back. The experience isn't going to be as good. And it makes just real good sense why this is such an important aspect of, uh, of a dealership doing what they need to do. Andy, now more than ever, it's such a critical part of the process of making sure your inventory is, is in top-notch condition. Think about this. There's been a lot of new and pre-owned cars sitting on lots for 60 or 90 days with nobody test driving them. Cars aren't moving. You know, you know, people aren't coming in test driving them. So to ensure that you got the proper reconditioning on a used car is critical. And every dealer I know takes this extremely serious because like you said, what it creates is retention. Customers coming back, you know, year over year, introducing new drivers in their household to that car dealership because the experience, the experience, ladies and gentlemen, is what's remembered in purchasing a newer used car. With that said, thank you so much for tuning in today to another incredible show tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, stay healthy and stay safe. Until next time, this is Dealer News Today.